You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is episode number 965 of our podcast series. And oh, do we have a good show for you today with the goal of supporting basic necessities and pursuing philanthropic activities. Cheryl and Jeremiah Yencho. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, That's beautiful. Right. Created the fourth gentleman to provide options for consumers to express unique individuality while being environmentally responsible. I've invited Cheryl and Jeremiah to join us today to share their passion and how they've turned that into growing their firm. So welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Great. Thanks for having us. Uh, It's a pleasure to have you both. I'm excited. So we'll start with you, Jeremiah. Tell me a little bit about your background. Like what got you to this point? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's interesting. So actually the both of us have spent our entire careers working for someone else. And we've been in the in the business world. We've consulted small businesses for the majority of my career, which is about 16 years now. Okay. And worked closely with small businesses, helping them to really – we were in the human capital management consulting area. So we would work with businesses to identify costs and risks within their businesses and help them eliminate that. Mm-hmm. And, and just doing that really developed a passion for entrepreneurs and, you know, slowly evolved from being fulfilled from that setting and really ready to do my own thing. And okay. That's kind of how we landed here. Okay. So, Cheryl, tell us your version of that story. Well, my background's pretty similar. Um, Not quite as long as he's been doing it, but the same industry, same type of uh, consultative approach to small businesses. But I really got into it after college, right after college, and I, I majored in marketing. I wanted to get into you know, uh, creative advertising, but sort of landed into this human capital management con- uh, consulting role and just went from it from there it sounds very important but mm-hmm. maybe a little boring i don't know you know dealing with people <laughs> can never very be. Exciting. it's very exciting but it didn't hold your interest was, long enough it was very impactful because we okay. helped we helped businesses but uh ultimately it wasn't personally fulfilling and and mm-hmm. it was it was fun it was a good time we got a lot out of it it was great to us it was great for our lives but uh we just weren't fulfilled all the way so so, so in the open I, I i mentioned that you took your passion and you turned it into a business mm-hmm. maybe cheryl i'll look to you can you tell me a little bit about taking a pat i love to have entrepreneurs on the show who take something that they are really excited about and figure out how to make a living at it and change the world, maybe. Well, we went in the completely opposite direction. So we're looking at, I mean, we went from being consultants in the small business role to starting a, a online retail store, primarily because we wanted to focus more on being uh, conscious consumers, really reach out to people who are looking to make purchases like sunglasses or watches. Any sort were of you it. conscious consumers? Yeah, well... We, we wanted to be more. Not of, to interrupt you, but yeah, I, I'm fine. just want, I'm just trying to get the organic. It yeah. was it was important to us, okay. but we it was one of those things where. And sorry to interrupt. No, no. Uh, but it was one of those. They were having a dialogue. <laughs> there, right? It was one of those things where we uh, we had a set of core beliefs, and we right. were. 75% of the way there, but okay. we weren't fulfilling or living up to our core beliefs. And, mm-hmm. and that's really what the, the premise or the the precipice of us getting into this business was. We realized that we were starting to fork away from what was important to us. So it, spending time in the outdoors, understanding the value of what being around our family and, and being in nature could do for us, and then also making sure that we're supporting businesses that are, have the same goals and mm-hmm. beliefs and ideas that we do was important to us. And we needed to reset 
And okay. that's what this was, was a major reset. So whose idea was this? I mean, who, who was a, I'll give her credit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I, you know, I yeah. always wanted to do it, but never had the courage. Girl power, baby. I never had the courage, and she is the number one motivator uh, yeah. that you will ever find. So yeah. if you ever want to do something, get her involved. In it. <laughs> I, I'll take that challenge. So, so is that the way you remember it as well? Yeah. I mean, he's always talked about it, um, okay. and I think I just I had the type of just let's just do it why are we why not i mean we we got all the time in the world okay and and let's just jump into it let's not be afraid and and just go for it okay so let's now let's talk about the fourth gentleman Mm -hmm. what is it you sort of alluded to it a little bit cheryl but it it helped the audience to understand what business you decided to start or at least Mm -hmm. what business you're currently leading and growing so we started uh as an online retailer for bamboo uh, bamboo accessories so the fourth gentleman base today is a supplier for uh direct to the retail market for sunglasses and watches 100 percent made out of bamboo so for those of you that might be listening to us on the live stream or later looking at the video here's a they were very generous and brought me a One those are the products. those are the Zions. Those are our okay. Zions brown. Okay, very nice, very stylish. All right, thank you. I'm not to interrupt, but yeah, it's my show. <laughs> yeah, w- w- are you from back east by chance? I, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. I, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh, and I heard that. Oh. In your, I heard that. Well, that's the end I of the show. I heard that, baby. So. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, well, I'm a Browns. Well, fan, well so. maybe you're an Indian fan. Yeah, I'm an Indian. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right. Yeah. And Cavs. Yeah, you can't all. No, you can't be all winners. We almost had two out of three this year. So. Right. It's so, still a good run. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Karma's just bringing you the Browns, just to bring you back down to ground, right? Just so as you know. A, as a Clevelander, we expect the Browns. Of course. So. Of course. <laughs> Life's everything's right now. Right. Anyway, we were talking about something really important, which is your company. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, no. Continue. And, and so we chose bamboo specifically because of what it means to the environment. And it's it, the origin of the Fort Gentleman comes from that, too. That's where our name comes from. Okay. Um, so, I'll, you know, but you, you do a great job of talking about the Fort Gentleman and how we, we kind of land on that so i'll let you talk about that a little bit okay sure would you tell us about the name and yeah the name so the fourth gentleman actually comes from um so in chinese art there are often four plants depicted in the art so and those those are referred to in china's art as the four uh, gentlemen or the four noble ones okay so we chose bamboo to be our our material with all of our accessories because of its sustainability but also in the chinese art world it's it has a lot of meaning and integrity, open-mindedness, tolerance, which went us uh, along with a lot of our values that we had for just in the beginning of our business. So that's where the name derived from. Yeah, and, and bamboo is an interesting material because it's uh, it's 100% sustainable. So it, it's basically a grass. It grows fast. It can grow yeah, up to does. 12 feet a month. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and, and so, and when you when you cut it, you don't deroot it or ruin the ground. You simply just cut it like grass and turn it into a material. Right. Very versatile, very stable. So for us, it was a perfect material to support the cause that we we wanted to to support. And then as Cheryl was talking about some of the symbolism that's involved, uh, was very important to us and and really making that the mission and the culture of our company and what okay. we were delivering. Okay. So so we're talking with Jeremiah and Cheryl again, Cheryl, and we're talking about the fourth gentleman. So, but. How did you go from wanting to create a business that reflected some of your values to picking bamboo, 
cre- creating a product line and getting it online. I mean, what the hell? I mean, sorry, that's a big that's a big process, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it yeah. was, yes, it was. So, it, I mean, it was it was and it was a process. I mean, it's this is not where we thought we would land. No. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every guest that sat in this chair, yes. I'd have a thousand dollars or something. I don't know. This would be so nice to have. You'd have Nine hundred sixty-five. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I exaggerated. Okay. Maybe somebody gave me a five. Exactly. But no, it's uh, so we uh, when we kind of realized that we were off track and that you know I liken it to you know we just all had Thanksgiving uh, our Thanksgiving and I, I in the U S in the U S we yeah. did yes and uh, if you're like me you ate way too much and. When it came time for dessert, I actually couldn't have any pie for Thanksgiving. And I had completely ate so much to where I couldn't be satisfied by pie. And that's where where my life in corporate America was. I just was uh, – I had taken in so much. I, we, neither one of us were satisfied any longer. We couldn't We couldn't the, the, think about spending another day. So we sat down, and we actually decided to try to buy a business. We thought the best course is, hey, we know enough about running a business. Right. And, and, and the most important part, which is the human capital, that's right. right? That's mm-hmm. the differentiation yeah. for so a business. We, we thought the, the path of least resistance would be for us to buy a business. So we actually went about vetting businesses out. We found a business broker. We worked with them. And we got all the way down to where we had done enough due diligence to make an offer on a business. And in doing so, we were two days from closing and it all fell through. They mm-hmm. accepted an, a, a bid from a higher bidder that, that came in on the 48th nice. hour. Yes. Uh, but going through that process, we learned a lot about running the business uh-huh. that we didn't know about. And we thought, we can do this. We can do this on our own. And it was in a similar industry, a similar type of uh, okay. setting. So okay. we, we thought, hey, this is something we can do. And we took on the challenge ourselves and started it from scratch. So how long did that take from that moment in time to when you actually like sold something and had a cart and we'll, people we'll, bought something? We'll, we'll let you know. No, <laughs> when, when people, I mean, we're obviously up and running and people are buying things. And it was, I mean, it was a good three or four months before we actually made our first sale. Well, right? it was a good three or four months to get our product. Yeah, we had yeah. to shop for manufacturers. Mm-hmm. But by the, it was... It took us three to four months to get a manufacturer and 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 uh, our marketing company and our website built and all that kind wow. of stuff. Designs. And then it was another three or four months to market it and actually get people to our site. Mm-hmm. And wow. and and now we're we're now to that stage to where we're trying to take it to the next level. Right. And 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 that's uh, you know so it's it's a process and I'll let you know when it's done. I don't think it ever will. <laughs> yeah, be. it may never be done. <laughs> no, but, I think it's always going to be evolving. So um, I lead Mastermind CEO peer groups here in Orange County and. Uh, Last week, we had an all-member meeting, and one of the speakers was the gentleman who brought Ugg Brands to the United States, and he talked about his journey of, of discovery of being an entrepreneur, and he had he wrote a book, which uh, we gave to each of the members, The Birth of a Brand, mm-hmm. and it might be, a, a good, you may want to buy that book yeah. and read it, because he has a philosophy uh, at a very high level. He says, you know, people do not give birth to adults. You give birth to babies, mm-hmm. and companies are the same way. And there's and, and his book right. is about the various phases of, of development of the business, which parallel to sort of kind of a, yeah. a human. So oh, I couldn't agree more. And to take that a step further, I mean, we're both parents, so to continue that analogy, being a parent, you make a ton of mistakes. Yes, and you know that you can't really ruin the baby, but you have to just you have to keep showing up. You right. have to keep just being there and doing it and not giving up. Same thing in a business. We have made so many mistakes in the birth of this idea. <laughs> right. And the the bottom line is we just had... It's hot in this room. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, every mistake has been a learning process. Yeah. And, Let's and, hope. And we've just moved on, and you have to continue to press forward knowing that 
you're doing what you want to do and you have a good idea and and it's you know I, I love that concept though the birth of an idea mm-hmm. is, is is something you have to nurture well I uh, that's why I lead CEO peer groups that's why I do this radio show because I believe in the power of peer learning I think in business experience is the best teacher but some lessons are best learned vicariously through other people's experiences mm-hmm. because some of those especially early stage companies they can be fatal the decisions that you make that you wish you could undo you cannot do and many times right. it, and the challenge that I would think with your business is there's a long you're dealing with product Mm -hmm. and that really can elongate the time from which you decide that oh this is a good thing could make me money till you actually collect the money from the online sale yeah absolutely because it's it's not something you just oh let's write that on the website and boom there it is tomorrow yeah we got to find a supplier (laughs) and a quality and the price points we weren't born with an endless supply of uh uh, capital so i was looking for the golden spoons (laughs) i did not see them in the studio here anyway yes where do you live (laughs) We had to, you know, we had to, the, the hardest part about what we did is we had to design and pick the styles oh, and we were limited God. to what we could do. So we had to kind of go with what we identified as what the market would want. And you know what? We we, we developed styles and we guessed right on some and we wow. didn't on others. And it's still, we're still guessing that. And, right. and it's, what's funny is the ones that we ended up, you know, n- not with some of the ones that we didn't project to go big are already sold out. We're, you know, we're back ordered. And- <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so we're going to take a short break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and Jeremiah and Cheryl are going to be back. We're going to continue the conversation of their entrepreneurial journey and their company, The Fourth Gentleman. After this word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book. Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show and the CEO peer groups that I lead, visit my company's website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Or if you know someone who would make a great guest like these two here today in the studio, call me or text me at 949-887-4104. We're going to do about 120 interviews next year, so we're always looking for great guests. All right, so let's, let's rewind the conversation. You were telling me that some of the products that you brought in you're sold out, and other ones you thought were going to be big sellers aren't yep. quite. How are you refining your decision-making about the products that you're bringing to market? Talk about that a little bit, sweetie, because you were very instrumental in picking the designs and the color patterns and things like that, and I know that you used a lot of reference material. Yeah, I actually I made the mistake of going off my own style okay. to make the decision on which, what look and feel for the, each pair of sunglasses I went with, but... Now, just are you saying that wasn't right? It wasn't Paul, because excuse everyone- me, Paul. Can you get the? I love teachable moments. We play, there you go. That signals the audience that they should be really listening because this is a transferable piece of knowledge. So, give us your experience, Cheryl. So now, looking back, I should have went with you know what's what's new and popular out there. Obviously, we're looking at young teens that are now entering into the to the workforce, being able to buy their own products and. What they're wearing necessarily would never be what I would be wearing, 
but it is very popular, and so we're moving forward with those types of styles and and getting more of those made and having those on our website, different shade colors, all mm. all things you would never consider when you're first starting out. You really just think of shape and size, but there's a lot of different questions I'd be getting on my on my um, you know customer service line about different colors, different lens fading in and in and out, different watch sizes, all sorts of different things I would never have considered. So now that you're in the market, so I believe there are certain things you can only learn by doing, mm-hmm. right? And t- as an entrepreneur, until you're in the market, you can hypo- t- the market will tell you, right? There's just right? no way, there's right. no way to right. Yeah. But now you're in the market, yeah. so you're collecting this customer data mm-hmm. and sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be able to yeah. make these kind of decisions. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what's great is the technology that exists today. I don't know how people were in business 25 years ago. It just because <laughs> the technology that exists today, I can literally go on and see exactly what people are looking at. I can see what mm. they're putting in their shopping carts if they actually follow through. And the feedback that we're Boy, able that to is, get is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And and what's available with things like Google Analytics and and we use a Shopify store. So that what, what what we're able to get back, the feedback that we're able to get back from there, the the data that I get on a daily basis is incredible to help us make decisions with our manufacturer uh-huh. on on what we need to bring to the market next. So you have a manufacturer, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a manufacturer. We have one manufacturer. Okay, so that must been a, a big decision right yeah. you're mm-hmm. placing all of your trust in one mm-hmm. manufacturer mm-hmm. how did you how did you how did you make that decision shortly what what, what was the did you look at 10 and pick one we, we looked at probably 25 yep. and we interviewed looked, we skyped yeah. with most of them which yeah. was a different yeah. experience so it was it was a huge vetting process in the end we wanted to partner with a company that was very similar to ours and, um, in what way? In, in the in the sense that they weren't just a, a supplier or a manufacturer; that they had they had a mission and goal beyond okay. just a, the, so like a cultural thing. That's that, right. Okay, yeah, a belief so, system, exactly. values. Yeah, and, and that's how we nice, actually landed smart. with the manufacturer that we did. You know, part of w- one of the basic premises of, of of our website and what we do is with every pair of sunglasses planted, we uh, bought we plant two trees. And we actually worked that out with our manufacturer. That was their idea. Wow. And wow. Um, so that's how we ended Good up choosing them, them is, is when we were vetting out, we told all of our, our vendors who, what was important to us. And they came to us and said, hey, listen, if you want to partner with, with us, we'll put this program in place. And, and it's been a great partnership so far. Great. Yeah. Well, that's exciting because a bad decision there could really be a yeah. bad decision. And luckily, <laughs> that's one we got right on the first try because yeah. that could have been that could have been fatal. Yeah. So yeah. so let's look at the other way. Let's look at the clients. It sounds like you're getting good information about who's on your site, mm-hmm. but you're also starting to understand the type of people that are resonating with your brand. Mm-hmm. So is there a psychographic or a, a general description of the kind of clients that buy your products today from what you can tell? Yeah, I mean, I think it's people that are kind of forward-thinking and and, and are thinking about the world beyond themselves. Um, they tend to be in the millennial, mm-hmm. uh, the younger demographic, probably, uh, you know, 18 to, to 40, that type of, of, of range. And um, not to say that we don't, that there's not all, everybody's all, welcome. All ages right, welcome. Right. That's just who has migrated so far because the, the messaging and the, and the marketing that we've received so far has been from uh-huh. people that, uh, you know, blogs and, and other uh, programs that kind of resonate in that space. And, and what we're doing resonates with people who, this idea of conscious consumerism, of, of working with companies that go beyond just yourself and have like-minded ideas and not just going to a store and 
and picking up something because you want it, but actually, mark uh, you know doing the research to identify who you're buying from right. is is something that resonates with a, a very specific group of people, and those tend to be you know people who are, are thinking beyond just what's important to them. But but I think that sensibility is expanding across many demographics yeah. too, right? I, I think people are uh, maybe it's starting with millennials, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's like any movement. Many times, huge movements start with the younger generation mm-hmm. and then it percolates up through the I, rest of I, the culture. I, I agree 100%. And, and we're seeing, even when we were doing the business consulting, we saw this becoming important to businesses that have been around for 40 years yep. uh, where they're identifying differently with their client base and even in what we were doing with their employees. So this isn't a new idea that we're bringing to the table and I agree with you 100% that this isn't just something that the younger generation I think we're seeing this across and I, and I love it I think it's great. I think the compassion and the tolerance that comes with that type of thinking is can do nothing but but move the, the world in a much better place. You heard it here on Critical Mass Radio <laughs> Show we have a few minutes left. So I encountered your brand at an activity so talk to me about how you market and gain awareness for you because it's hard, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to get the consumer's attention. It's hard to be a BNC com- B2C company. So Talk to me about what you're doing to get people to recognize your brand. It's the hardest thing we do. It is. It is beyond hard. So <laughs> we, are, we are really good about getting people to listen when we have them in front of us. Okay. But as far as getting your brand out there with the critical mass, it's just it, there's just no way to really put your finger the, on the, the biggest. The biggest the learning button. experience for me was that it's the you. It's really easy to get a short term bump okay in in your market penetration and we see that quite often you mean like buying uh keywords or something no, or doing an event that we drives some we volume we haven't done any of that okay so yeah. we oh, have no. not done any of that okay. we've done all organic uh, talking to folks like yourself uh working with key bloggers within the industry mm-hmm. going to events in the area um and 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 really done that and we see uh, bumps in that, it, but it's hard to be consistent. Mm. And so what we're trying to develop, and, and our goal is to develop a brand that people can identify with and know what that brand is. So we're working closely with social media. We think Twitter and Instagram are important. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that uh, um, working within bloggers that already have great followings in the space is important. Okay, People like yourself who already have a great network are important. And, 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 and leveraging what already exists and trying to place our brand within that market space. Yeah, it's just getting them the awareness and then mm-hmm. hopefully they'll take... The hardest thing is getting someone to take action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, they get great conversation, but getting them to take that mouse and to come to right. your site and to make a commitment, boy, that's the magic moment. That's right. Yeah. And, and it, it is the magic moment and the the uh, the irony is that what we do and, and the product that we're selling it's got a it's got a great following and when people do hear the story and they do come the the penetration rate and the and the actual uh, of them following through with that is is above average for the industry and we're very proud wow. of that so our story is resonating with people when they hear it we just got to get more people to hear it yeah. right okay right. well that's hopefully part of what we're doing here on yeah, Critical absolutely. Mass Radio Show today and it's available as a podcast on Stitcher and iTunes if you're so inclined to become a podcast listener of the show we would appreciate it all right so. A couple minutes left here in the studio. We'll have you back, right? I don't know. Some point in the future, you're going to come back. Right. Where will you be in a couple of years? 
It's great. We have so many big plans. There's so many ideas. It's hard to pick which direction to go in. So, I mean, we really, uh, are, from a product standpoint, we want to broaden our, our product base. We're, we're working with our manufacturer now to develop uh, bamboo ski goggles. Mm-hmm. Dan- bamboo. Get out of town. Oh, no, yeah. Snorkeling and they look fantastic. Yeah, they really do. We have a prototype, <laughs> yeah. snorkeling oh, cool. goggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and even a, a ski helmet. So we yeah. really, all of our products are going to be focused on getting people outside. Okay. Yep. And Got it. That's, that's Perfect. 100% what we want to do. Um, and then also, we want to expand our philanthropic footprint with the fourth gentleman. So we've, we've just recently started working with the Human Cataract Fund, where we are mm. donating a portion of the proceeds to them. This is a great organization. We chose them because of, they give sight to, to third world countries. Wow. Literally, there's people in other parts of the world where uh, for less than $100, we can remove cataracts and give them sight back. And wow. it's the easiest, and the shortest surgery It's It's possible. very simple. And yeah. so we're, we've started working with them. And we want to continue to expand our philanthropic f- footprint within the the fourth gentleman so that's that's hopefully where we are a year from now is 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 really doing good on that front as well as being able to offer more products and uh, bamboo products that can get people outside and enjoying nature so you're really just building up the momentum behind the concept of using bamboo as a as the as the product from which you craft these other solutions that's why we when we sat at the kitchen table uh you know a little over a year ago and decided to do this that was ultimately what we wanted to do with the rest of our lives wow what a great story this is so cool so if someone is now inspired because they're listening to us on some platform and they want to take action where would they find you on the web where should they go the fourth gentleman.com is that spelled out for yep the fourth yep spelled out okay you can you can follow us at at fourth gentleman okay. the number four th gentleman on twitter on twitter and, and then it's the fourth gentleman again all spelled out on instagram on uh, facebook yep well this is fantastic yeah. i am uh so glad we finally were able to get you in because I guess we met then in September. September, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's been. Uh, <laughs> I want to have you guys back. I, I love to see how entrepreneurs build their business. It's 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 raw and real and yeah. all that great stuff. And and I'm not going to hold it against you that you're from Cleveland. <laughs> I, have, I have many wonderful family from Cleveland area that, that that moved there, so it's a great place to be from. We're all Midwest. Yes, so. right. <laughs> like Pittsburgh. Yeah. I can say my joke again. It's a great place to be from. That's right. right? Especially this time of year. That's right. We we'll see the weather that's going on yeah. back there. It's nice to be out of there many great times at lake erie yeah. so i love the area all right ladies and gentlemen that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the critical mass radio show and podcast i'd like to thank our engineer paul roberts for being outstanding today yes paul and uh our producers joan park crystal nunley and howard uh, howard stern <laughs> sorry haley <laughs> haley stern <laughs> uh, i'd rather have haley she's much more dependable i'm your host richard franzi if you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the firm that i lead visit my website critical mass for for business.com and until our next show i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.